Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's Wendy Sellers, the HR lady with our jokester behind the scenes, JC. Wendy, it's such a pleasure to be back here. Thank you kindly. So, JC, I hear that uh, lawyers are human, too. Absolutely. I'm not sure if anyone's aware, but outside of her legal career, Ms. Johns was a competitive ranked soccer player and professional athlete. She's a licensed competitive youth soccer coach. Her interests include European and American history, competitive sports, fitness for people of all ages, and animal rights. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to the room, Hillary Johns. Wow, you're like a superhero. You're awesome. That is so I cool. I did I not know that. I think it's the way JC talks. That's like one of the best intros I've ever had. Thank you. <laughs> Hillary, for a <laughs> small fee, next. I'll just follow you around in your life and announce you into <laughs> rooms. We may be calling you. We may be calling you. I love it. <laughs> yes, he does have the radio voice. And more than that, he has the skills to make sure all this podcast gets off and running. Wendy? Hey, I, I want it. Yeah. Wendy, could you imagine it right now? Walking into Starbucks. Ladies and gentlemen, Hillary Johns would like a coffee latte mocha double triple triple soy <laughs> i can see it i can see it just okay back to you i'm sorry i yeah. wasted enough time on you i think you could do that in, maybe in <laughs> california a little bit of new york i don't know about the other the other states that she's uh, uh frequent. montana i think they would think i was nuts they, yeah they'd probably <laughs> be like, the sheriff. do they even have starbucks in montana anyway um so i want to hear about some no names of course of companies or people but you know, what's like the the most interesting employment law case that you've been on? And more importantly, even than that is what's the advice to our listeners to avoid being an interesting case and on our next podcast? <laughs> now, all good questions. I think I have I recently had one with a new company. It was, you know, very um well, you know, they they've had the obvious ones where there have been, you know, you know, you ask me, did you do this? And they, they sit there and they go, oh, yeah, I've done it. You know, I'll, t- I'll talk in general terms. And they say things like, I mean, really astoundingly bad racist comments, um, you know, I mean, uh, towards African-Americans, uh, Mex- uh, Latin-Americans. Um, and I've also seen some that are one uh, recently it was directed towards a, uh, you know, we were in good shape and they heard these comments directed towards a Filipino woman. And I was just I really really shocked i mean I, and i don't usually say that because in law you know, i'm shocked oh my god you know this yeah. is very common it's used in pleading really astounding and you know you often have to there were certain cases where i remember we had to change our whole game plan going okay yeah they may be you know liable here and we're gonna have to change this um i i'm surprised i'm often surprised I, I understand those attitudes still exist, but in this environment, that people would be dumb enough to say anything like that. In yeah. This environment. I mean, look, I'm not in any way in agreement with that kind of behavior and those belief systems. I think it's wrong. I will say that. But you have the right to think what you want to think. Don't bring it into the office. Don't say things like this. You know, it is just shocking to me. And I've also had ones where it was a uh, it was a startup with a uh, 
we'll say everybody was under 40, you know, a younger, a younger group, very, very, what you call quote unquote savvy and should know all these things. And there was a sexual harassment claim. You know, they know all the emojis. I don't use all the emojis. They're fun, but I don't know what they all mean. I don't. I don't want to say something wrong because I'm really thinking someone needs to have an emoji dictionary. They really do. (laughs) There (laughs) probably is one. (laughs) There there should be a comprehensive like Cambridge. But anyways, sending just really, I mean, even I know what they mean, going, oh, no. And they were sending these to a female employee who promptly quit and said, I'm not going to work in an environment. I mean, she didn't even file a claim. She just quit. You know, she didn't she didn't file suit, but it was really surprising to me. Uh, just how blasé they were about it and that they were just saying, oh, well, you know, she can't take a joke, whatever. All the classic things that you see in a lawsuit that result in liability. Uh, I've also seen ones where there's, uh, you know, sex acts being filmed, cyber stalking, um, you know, after hours. And I will say, look, when you clock out, your responsibility does not end. This yep. is over. This way of thinking. All HR people probably know this now. You go for after hours drinks or someone follows you to your car, they've clocked out of the office. It's it's no longer what you do on your time is your business. It is the employer's business and what they're posting on social media, if they're texting, if they're going out and trashing a colleague, you need to be aware of these things or or find out about it. And it's a it's a it's a tough way to do it because you don't want to invade someone's privacy. But I will tell you right now, if you have an a, a supervisor who's there and goes out for drinks with someone and hits on someone there or follows them to their car or starts texting them, follows them home, guess what? Your company is going to be liable for that. First time, maybe not if you didn't, you really did not have any reason to know about it. Uh, but after that, if you have any notice about that, but I, you know, you see these things still going on. And I also, I had one before the pandemic started. And they said, oh, no, Hillary, it doesn't apply. I know that's the law, but it doesn't apply in our industry. It <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> it applies in your industry. And, you know, if you're going to have like, the, the words today are toxic or all these other kind of things, they are true. All industries, it applies to everyone. It does not matter if you're from this country. It does not matter if you're in a certain industry. Right. Everybody does it. Um, you know, in Hollywood, you cannot longer say you'll never work in this town again and do these things. You know, if you do that, those are that's a pri- almost a prima facie case for liability now. Whereas before, they used to say that talk to each other like that all the time, or some did, not everybody, but that was a very common practice and a very common feeling among people. Going, I guess I have to go along with this if I want to work in this industry because I may never get another break. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. But it was, it's very surprising to me, even currently. And I've also defended some cases where there were, or I had to defended a few cases and had to advise employers on situations with remote work. This is uh, some of the comments I've had from HR persons and recruiters saying it's the worst they've ever seen. In some instances, California has changed its law because so many people were abusing the remote work and the time off and the I have to go, I have, you know, I need family leave or I need to go, I have COVID or I need to get a go, I need to go get a COVID vaccine. I've had a reaction to the vaccine. So you have these people who are working two or three hours a day and billing their, billing their employer for eight. So you not only have lost productivity, you've got to shift work over to someone else and you're paying someone essentially not to do work. It has become a real problem and it, it is you know, it's like dealing with them. It's like being a school teacher almost in those unruly classes, you know, the classic, you know, where the, the kids are acting up and one kid's truant and another kid's 
not doing their homework and another song swing spit wads as someone in the front and they're, making, <laughs> and they're making fun and the, the three kids in the class are actually doing their homework and everybody's copying off each other you know the, there are you, you have to maintain a degree of control over your staff and just make clear and it, it's the employer always pays for this let's call it for what it is i mean the yep. current state of the law is the employee which is tough for employers too because it's you know, lost work, lost time, it's tax deductible, but sure, and it's not really fair to the other employees who are working hard. It, it, it can create a morale problem. And and there's the matter of who's going to do the work. You know, right. it, it's particularly if the owner is out and it's, you know, in law, there's usually someone else who can do the work, but, it, you know, there, there are real issues with this. So I think I've, I've heard a few real horror stories about remote work. I mean, just really shocking. I mean, that people are... Okay, I work remotely. I just don't really have to do it. it it's it literally like a little, you know, there's, there's some people, I think, that really do better in a work environment. They they need to be coming to the office. They need to sit at their desk. They need to do that. I think other people can work very well unsupervised. But then you have this other group, and it's not everybody else, that really doesn't want to work or whatever the issue is. But they figure yeah. out the way with it. So. Hey, yeah, they're they're, break, they're breaking the system and they don't really care. I actually want to talk a little bit more about that, but coming up in our next episode about mediation. So thanks, everybody, for listening to episode three of our five part series on best practices in employment law. We do want to talk about the question. Hey, Hillary, does mediation work? So we'll be right back. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.